Hey everyone, I am Matthew Thomas. I have two very special guests with me. They are Josh Cannon and Stephanie Connors of Dancing with Ghosts. Thank you for hanging out with me today. You know, Dancing with Ghosts is our featured artist of the week on Super Cool Radio. Very nice to have you guys. Thanks for having Thank us. You. And uh, so, you know, with the whole COVID situation going on, how are you guys staying busy? Uh, we've actually been able to get a lot of stuff done through this uh, whole uh, pandemic thing. You know, we're both DJs, so uh, obviously the bars and restaurants are shut down. So uh, personally, I've been out of work for like two months. She got a job at Target, but uh, I've had a lot of time to... we. We finished three songs, including our new single, I Like You, which we've already released, but we've got two more in the bag that are essentially finished because we've had this time to do this. And um, subsequently, we made the shot. We shot the music video for I Like You, which is something we would not have been able to do um, had this pandemic not happened. Um, and uh, for me personally, just uh, put out a lot of YouTube videos on my uh, on the Dance with Ghost YouTube channel. Uh podcast and all the other stuff that i do so i've i've had no trouble staying busy yeah no i <laughs> he's been keeping busy with that and with me getting my little i didn't want to depend on like government assistance uh like because I, I they're too slow and i needed money so i was like i'll get you know part-time retail job at something until everything goes back to normal so i've been busy as well so very good to hear i know um Josh, you talked about I Like You, which is your latest single that was released yep. on May 8th. And uh, on to, uh, what's kind of like the uh, inspiration behind that? Because I saw the music video. It's pretty uh, It's a pretty intense music video. Yeah. Yeah, the, the ly lyrically and thematically, that's more her uh, department. Yeah, so uh, when I wrote it, um, is basically about uh, people that don't accept no as an answer, especially like with the, mo the modern age and everything. You have all these uh, creepers that'll, you know, just be messaging you at random times, like just random stuff. And sometimes it's really uh, way too forward, way too aggressive. And, you know, and sometimes people take things too far. So in the video, we kind of explore that, uh, you know, theme of uh, people who take things too far stalkers um you know all that all that jazz it's very relatable for a lot of people um is what we've been told so that's you know that's that's a good thing but it definitely came from like a a, a needed place at the time so yeah and especially like with the internet um it's almost it's very easy to you know get access to people <laughs> and to message people and i think people kind of take that as uh, their their right to uh talk to this person yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It happens all the time. And I'm actually kind of a, a private person. Like he'll tell you, if people start talking at me too much, I get I get really overwhelmed. Like I talk to very few people in my little circle. And so like I try to humor people and do the right thing. But it's it's a hard line to draw because me as a person, I wouldn't be talking to them at all. So it's, you know, you want to do the polite thing, the the, the right thing um for you know your pr or what have you but you you know because you don't want to be perceived negatively but me as a individual i wouldn't normally want to do that so it's it's a weird line to you sound about. like a damn politician right now <laughs> no it's, it's it's hard it's it's hard because you don't yeah you you, know. you gotta shake their hands you gotta look at them in the eye and you don't want to make them angry but at the same time you do want to preserve a little bit of your own private shield around you 
Do you go to Camp Camp Stephanie instead of Camp David to to retreat oh, from the adoring like public? I don't like you. I like. I don't you. like you. <laughs> this is actually where the lyrics came from. Yeah. <laughs> it's our 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 hate our hatred and like for each other at the same it's, time. It's yeah. It's it's complicated. It's complicated. Very complicated. It's a brother sister relationship. Yes. I I would say would be the best way. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> hey, all good. Um. So actually, I do want to talk about that because I heard you know, Dance with Ghosts started off as a solo project for you, Josh. Is that correct? Yeah. So how did the yep. collaboration with Stephanie uh, come into play? How did that um, start? Um, so I started the project. Uh, I have to mentally like say the stuff out loud to like get my brain to go in the direction of how she ended up in the band because I have the uh, a longer version and a short version. Um, short version, we met during... Uh, the the hurricane of what 2000 and... we started hanging out during the hurricane hurricane irma of, hurricane irma 2017 she was at my house the power was out i had my guitar um i started playing my songs and she already knew all the harmony was to, most of the harmonies to the songs and she just kind of jumped right in without me even like asking her to do so and like we sounded good together and so i started thinking to myself because i i i I had done the whole band thing for 10 years, 15 years, however long, 20 years, 35 years, <laughs> um, where I just, uh, you know, I was tired of people flaking out on me. Every time you start a band, you get to a certain point and uh, the drummer quits, the singer quits and it takes six months to find a replacement. And then that, by that point, everyone's over it and everyone just wants to call it a day. And I was never the guy who wanted to call it a day. You know, I wanted to keep going and just... Uh, but I had to rely on too many people. So I wanted to keep this thing like just me because I knew I could never quit on myself unless I wanted to. So I was reluctant to add her at first because, because you know, it's like, oh, well, here's another person that can just quit, you know, on me. But I took a chance and uh, she's proven to be just as dedicated to this as I am. So, um, I did, yeah, this was what, 2017? Yeah, it's been three years. Three years, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how she became a part of it, and it's been a benefit to me because uh, on my first album, um, you know, my singing was serviceable, but there were definitely spots where like a leading, like a lead vocal would have really like benefited the mix. Um, and I'm I'm I don't really consider myself a lead lead singer. I just kind of do a serviceable job singing. Um, so she really can come in for those big lead high parts and drive it home so um you know she's been she's been a asset in many ways yeah and i come from band backgrounds too so i totally understand the whole the whole um you know people leaving and screwing up everything you know like i i've had a few bands myself and it just i, I just happened to be at a time uh at a place where i wasn't in a band which was very fortunate because I was a super fan of his album that had come out just maybe two months beforehand and I was like oh I want in on this project so bad but I'm not going to ask because I know it's his it's his private thing and I wasn't sure how our vocals would work together either but I wanted in you know but I wasn't going to say this that. is what is called a, a old-fashioned typical over answering of a question by us we do this in every interview yeah. we get asked a question and we just basically it becomes inside the actor's studio with us and we have to just like give you a 30 minute dissertation i think it's more fun than an interview where it's like one one line answers personally otherwise there's no reason to get interviewed 
That's a very good point. Hey, I got nowhere to be today. Most things are closed anyway, so take as much time as you want. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from uh, Indiana, northern Indiana. Indiana. So yeah, we're starting to open up. Uh, they're allowing concerts coming uh, June 14th. Oh, nice. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. So how's it? Uh, how's it in Florida for you guys? Well, you know, Florida's leading the way for opening shit back up. So, uh, you know, our governor, Ron DeSantis, I think is trying his hardest to push things along. We're in phase two of reopening. So restaurants are at 50% capacity. Basically, some of the only places that aren't open are the places where I work, yep, you know, same. bars, stuff like that. Uh, so if you're a musician or you're a DJ of any kind, you're still up shit's Creek without a paddle. But uh, everyone else is just going back to normal, it seems yeah. like, here in Florida. So they're it's, talking about opening up Disney, what, July 5th? Yeah, and, yeah, and it's funny because it's, it's fine to go eat at a restaurant, but it's not fine to go to a bar. It doesn't make any sense. So, like, one of our local bars, they have, like, a hot dog cart out front as, like, a way of getting around it. Like, we have food, <laughs> you know? Shit, I went to one bar recently where they're like, you can sit in here at this table, but you have to buy a pack of pork rinds. <laughs> how they got around it it's like i like the cut of your jib <laughs> yeah a lot of people are getting creative with these you know these rules and regulations that i mean to me they don't really some don't make some sense like you you can go to a restaurant in indiana but you have to wear a face mask but like to eat you gotta not wear the face mask it, they shove know. it underneath <laughs> the spaghetti underneath the face mask i saw someone uh, a zipper and a mask that's how they that's how they do it but it's very interesting <laughs> At that point, you're like, you're still breathing in the air, you know, like it doesn't. Thinking about the zipping down of the mask is like you look like a little predator or something. <laughs> it just like opens up and your tongue comes out. I saw a girl on Facebook had like a one of those, just the cheap ones. And she cut a hole like this way, like a slit. So it just, it looked like her jaw unhinged as she like shoved food. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I saw some so, someone uh, was making face masks and there was like this clear plastic rectangle oh, those so, are terrifying. so people can see you smile and they just look terrifying. That's not why they were created. One of the ladies made them for her, I guess, her deaf child so, so she, she can still lip read. And I think the concept is good, but they're so creepy. It just looks like like it's not it's not good. I, I haven't seen any of those. I just I have a skull bandana. That's what I wear. But. <laughs> I uh, so actually, I want, I want to talk about. Uh, I believe this is your latest release, Hex. That yeah. was released last year, and actually yeah. have the the green copy. Hey. Green version. How did you so get? I want to talk about this album because um, it's from my understanding, it's like a best of per se of uh, Dancing with Ghosts. It was made out of necessity. Yeah, because when we would play our shows, we'd have his first album, which was Koyana Scotty, which didn't have me on it. But we did play some of those shows live, and then we had we, our... We played some of those songs live. Shut up. We said shows. We <laughs> played some of those they shows They know live. what I meant. No, they Yes, don't. they did. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and then we had our, our what we consider our EP, uh, you know, The Nightmare Inside You, which did have me on it. But we wanted to get people to be like, well, what album should I buy? And it, <laughs> it, it there wasn't a one-size-fits-all answer. So that's Hex was our answer to that, plus two extra tracks. But... We took kind of like the best of, remixed, remastered, um, added me to things that would have been on the first album that I wasn't on. And that's essentially what Hex you is. You end up with one cohesive product, if you will. Uh, so when at the merch table after a show, uh, online, whatever, where it's like, what album should I get? Just get Hex. If you get Hex, that's the best. 
stuff that's the most representative of where we're at right now and so all those i mean i feel like we have enough material to almost put out a second album at this point and a lot of songs people haven't heard so um god knows when that's gonna happen but uh yeah yeah that, that's basically the hex answer gotcha and uh so i, I was just curious so you know, there's a red and a green version of hex and uh so what's kind of um why is that pretty much the red, the, uh, the red version or pink version is the original version. It has a song on it called Eyes Wide Open version two. Um, that is a song that it's a fine song in and of itself, but it doesn't really fit our musical direction anymore, which is a shame because it's kind of a popular song on our Spotify. And it was one of my first songs that really you know grab people and still to this day people some people say eyes wide open is their favorite song um so but we didn't so for instance if so, like say the pink version of the cd fell into the hands of like a label person a and r person and that was the song that they're like yeah we want more of that we didn't even want that to be on the table for the green version so for the and at the same time we released a new song called White Room in the interim of Hex after Hex, so we wanted people who bought the new CD to have White Room on there and not Eyes Wide Open, so we replaced Eyes Wide Open with White Room. We reordered the track list to reflect our live set list because we. We never really, when we did the pink version of Hex, we didn't really play the songs live that much at that point. But at, by the time the green version came out, we had played them so much, we found a better flow for the songs than what's on the pink version. Um, and then thirdly, we just needed to do another run of CDs because yeah. we, had, we had almost sold out of the pink ones. And we also changed out some of the art and stuff inside. Um, so right, we, we were trying to kill off the face paint image um, by the second version. So there's not, for instance, in the pink version, there's the origin stories behind our face paint characters and all that. Uh, we kind of tried to try to, you know, and that is fun, like, because both of those characters exist from our music videos. So we do, you know, we, we do, we are still very proud of those things, but live, we do different things now. So we wanted that yeah. to be kind of the, the go forward direction, because we know we're not going to have another album out for a while. And that's very representative. So it was, it was done for a couple of reasons. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I really dig White Room. That's actually my favorite off, uh, favorite, favorite of your guys. So I'm Wait. glad I got, that's why I got the green version. But um, I actually want to tell you, so um, you guys have been doing uh, live streams. Um, you, know, you did one, I believe it was in April, April 25th, I want to say. And Probably. You, and you had one, you had, uh, you had one Saturday. Yep. Um, so how do you guys, like, prepare to do, like, a live stream? So how do you different with no, with no crowd, you know? Uh, each live stream's a little different. Our first live stream started out really naively, I should say. We literally just threw up the webcam, had a microphone, and just played our songs acoustically. With just the guitar. Which is something we had already done quite a few times anyway. We kind of have the two sides of the band where we have the full electric show, and then we have, you know, we're totally comfortable doing acoustic stuff, which some people might find surprising when they listen to how electronic our music is as far as, like, the synthy aspects and all. But we can break down the songs to just a guitar and two vocals, and, and they're just as powerful to a lot of people. So it, the we knew that that wasn't going to be a problem, 
but then as the live streams went on, we felt like we kind of wanted to kick it up a notch. And so the big electric live stream, do you know what date that was? Uh, no, you about, don't. About a month ago. Um, so we, we, <laughs> we basically wanted to, for the last live stream we did, we wanted to basically do the exact same show that someone would see if they came and saw us live, mm-hmm. including dressing all up in our show attire and uh, having the, the TV screens with the imagery. We are our buddy Harvey controlling the lights off, off screen and the lights would change and they'd black out after the song. So it, it was actually more professional of a lighting system than what we have when we play real shows. <laughs> we don't have a lighting guy. Yeah, we don't have shows. a lighting guy for real shows. But, uh, and we wanted to do full electric. And so we, for that, we had to, a uh, bunch of technical jargon, basically long story short, it was a huge pain in the ass, but we pulled <laughs> it off. of work. Yes. Uh, so that one really was a lot of preparation, but normally we just sit down in front of the webcam. We already know the songs and we just kind of interact with people and mm-hmm. take their requests. And um, they're, they're a lot of fun usually, you know, when we're not doing the full electric setup, that's a pain in the ass, but the, but, the, but I, I don't know. I feel really good. I feel like a, like a powerful performer when, when we got the whole, the whole shebang. So those are really those are enjoyable for me. Well, you're also not the one who has to set it all up, so I could see how I set up. I help set up the scrim, and I do my stuff. And that that was keyboard. like five percent of the setup. So <laughs> applause break for Stephanie right now. I'm not a techie. I am. I, as a matter of fact, I'm more likely to have like electronics just go defunct on me. So it's better that I don't touch them. Um, so that's, that's what's best for everybody. But we are doing a stream tonight that's going to be a, a bit different. We've never even played this way before so it's gonna be guitar piano vocals yeah but with the keys because normally like i have an actual like piano at my house but we obviously can't ship it here so we're breaking out the keyboard um but we've never actually sat down and done like the acoustic guitar and the just just keys before we practice electrically or just acoustic guitar so this will be a different one for us we haven't uh done anything quite like this before so it'll be it'll be different It'll be good. That's something very cool to expect. I actually, I watched your um, your full electric live stream. That was my first time actually uh, seeing you guys like perform. And uh, I really dig like um, just all the TV, you know, the, the monitors, the TV screens, all the videos before and uh, um, during each song. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I really like your um, combination of like audio and visual stuff to create a really unique uh, stage presence. And like, how did you guys um, how did you guys come up with that stage presence of like we're gonna you know there's got videos we got monitors like how did you guys come up with that? Well, the the initial thought that I had back in the day was it's like okay I'm aware that I don't have a drummer when I play live and I'm basically it's basically trying to compensate uh, entertain in an entertaining way to make up for the fact that you don't have that person in the back you know who's flailing his arms around because that is a impactful visual thing for most traditional bands. And so I wanted to make up for that because the thought of me and Steph up there just playing our instruments to, you know, some drum backing tracks seemed like it could have been okay, but I felt like, eh, I could take it up a notch with this and make it more entertaining. And I had been doing YouTube since 2015, so I already knew a bit about video editing. And I'm like, you know, I better be really easy to like throw in some cool visuals behind these tracks. And um, 
So we started out with just one little rinky-dink TV yeah. in the middle of our stage. I mean, it was like small. Yeah, it was it was like I think a fifteen inch or something like that. It was tiny, and um, then it just we just kind of built the show. You know, we would play shows and we'd watch. We record all of our shows when we play live, and so we'd go back and watch the video, and it's like, oh, that looks cool. That doesn't look as cool. You know, what can we do to up it? Um, and then I got an HDMI splitter to where we could do two TVs. And then, so we had one tiny TV and one bigger TV, and now we have two big TVs and it just kind of evolved from there. Back in the day when we were doing the face paint, we had a whole shtick where she would costume change into the witch character from our music video, the witch. And, um, it, it was just a building process, but I knew from the get go that I wanted some kind of visual thing going on besides just us playing. Um, since we didn't have a live drummer, you know, it was basically distracting people from the fact that, uh, you know, this isn't your traditional full band setup, but it's still, you're going to still be entertained as a result of doing that. We, you know, we never see people looking at their cell phones while we're playing. I think of it a little differently. I think of it as just like bringing a more full show because it's not just auditory, which is what you're used to having at a show. It's like, you're utilizing multiple uh, sensories, and so I think that's really cool. Like, cause I, when I put on a show, I want people to feel the way that shows used to make me feel when I was younger. Like, you know, when I would go to a show when I was like, you know, 15, I was like, oh my god, this is just, like, this is like so overwhelming in the best way. And so, like, if we can get somebody out of their element for a little bit, make them forget their problems for a little bit, and just kind of be present in the moment, not on their phones, not you know, just just be present. I think that's a very cool gift to to be able to give personally. Uh, yeah, for, I mean, for sure. I, um, it, you know, going to concerts, at least, I mean, for me and I think other people, it's, it's an escape from like what's going on around you. It's, you know, you're hanging out with a bunch of people who have similar interests, you know, mm-hmm. the bands you like, and we're all just here to have a good time. And I know I used to take photos when I went to concerts, but I was like, well, I'm looking at my phone more than I'm looking at the stage. So I'm just going to, you know, focus on what's going on in real life yep and all right so i have some very a big topic to discuss with you guys it was just announced you guys have signed with di records and that was very exciting for me to hear and uh, i kind of want to like how is it on your end you know how is it for you guys well i think that uh the the cool thing about dakota who is president of di records is he is uh He's someone who's really like on the on the ground doing the work, you know, as far as like really trying to push the bands on his label to to go further and to broaden their 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 visibility, Mm -hmm. Uh, get whether it's getting them on Spotify playlists or, you know, uh, presenting them to bloggers or whatever. And it's for us, it's that essential need to take some of the load off of our hands. We were doing all this stuff before we met Dakota as far as trying to submit our stuff to playlists because, you know, that's the new radio. It's getting on a Spotify playlist is is tantamount to getting on the radio nowadays. I mean, not as big as terrestrial radio, but it's, it's you know, getting your foot in the door to get heard by a lot more people. And so we were doing all that on top of writing new music, on top of doing this, on top of doing that. And so basically that... Feeling like you have someone in your corner who's on your side, who's like helping 
working for you to, you know, build what you believe in and they believe in it too. It's just a really like cool thing. Um, Not only that, but like he really does push bands, even bands that aren't signed. He just wants to help undiscovered artists get discovered. Like the only reason we even know him is he had shared uh, our music video for The Nightmare Inside You a while ago, like a long time ago. And I, I was like, oh, thank you so much. And he's been, you know, communicative ever since. And so we actually hosted a Halloween record label takeover and we did a lot of like promotional stuff with them. But that was an opportunity that he gave us for just because he can, you know, he didn't have to do that. So he really does help artists, whether they're signed to his label or not. And so that that is um, that's big for me, because a lot of the artists I listen to are smaller artists and. You know, I, I would want those opportunities for anybody, you know, that that shows you're you're in the business for the right reasons to me. Yeah, no, I've, I've worked with Dakota. He was actually one who sent me you guys music. That's how I first heard of you guys. So he's a very great guy. And, he, you know, and like you said, he, he works with a lot of you know independent bands and um, he just he just does the best he can. And he um, he helps out as many as many people as he can as well. I know he's got a Facebook group. Um, that's just dedicated to just um, discovering new artists yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so I always ask my my guests that I have this question. Uh, so outside your band, what music are you listening to right now? Uh, so we listen to real different stuff. Uh, I'd say like artists I am just in love with. Um, so like Youngblood, Falling in Reverse, uh, Escape the Fate, um, there's a tempo shark. I hate Kate, uh, darling thieves. Like there's a lot, but our musical taste is just so different. But those are like, I'd say like more current time artists than a lot of his choices. I've, I've been going back and re-listening to a lot of Moby. Uh, I just listened to his audio memoirs and I would just kind of reconnect it. Cause Moby was like Moby's album play was the first album I ever bought period. I was in fifth grade and, and I, I loved it. And it really, it informed a lot of my electronic sensibilities listening to that album. And uh, so I went back, I've been going back and listening to his back catalog, his punk rock 1996 album, animal rights, which is a really a super underrated album and uh, Depeche mode. I always have them mm-hmm. on, on repeat. Um, been listening to a lot of like synthwave. Uh, it falls a lot of bands fall under that category. Uh, I really like that. Uh, and then I'm also keeping up with um, you know modern the modern stuff that the, the kids are listening to, like uh, t- you know some trap rappers and uh, you know Orville Peck. He's this kind of indie country guy who uh, is doing some really cool takes on country and western music that influenced me even as recently as this newest song we're working on that has no uh, release date currently but it's in its infant stages and i'm just uh i'm glad that my brain is still like open enough to take in new uh, artists and take elements that i like from what they're doing and incorporate it into our music because i think it keeps it fresh and um it keeps it uh diverse so uh yeah anyway there you go. <laughs> right on. Actually, I got to see it before everything got shot down. I actually got to see Escape the Fate and Falling in Reverse. Me too. Me too. Was it the Drug and Muse uh, Gold Tour? Or is that yes, the- yes, yes. I-, I have I have probably like seven Falling in Reverse shirts right now. I haven't. I have a problem. 
Um, and now they just released like new limited edition face masks that are pre-order. I was like, oh, but they're fifteen dollars a piece. But I kind of want them both anyway. Um, but I I support the bands I like with my money and by showing up to shows. And like I I'm I'm a fan that people want. They don't know me yet. But like I, I actually like do the things. If I love a band, you're gonna know about it. So, yeah, and um, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I buy the shirts. I buy you know the music. You know, you share share posts on Facebook because it's yeah, free. Yeah. It's free to share music. You know, Absolutely. and posts and stuff. That's why I tell people like if you like a band, share their you know share. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, one one more thing before we go. You know, thank you for hanging out with me. And so dance, you know, dance with ghosts. You have your you know hexa album. That was, I think, last year, right? And um, yeah, your live streams. Uh, what can people expect from you guys in 2020? <laughs> well, They're, they could have expected a lot of stuff yeah. from us before this damn virus pandem- pandemic. We were supposed to have a tour, uh, a Midwest tour that we were going on at the end of the month. Um, but that's kind of, you know, out of the water. So we're actually still trying to replan and figure out what the rest of that year looks like. Lots of definitely new music that can be counted on uh we're trying to get back into doing shows so we have a couple shows booked um as far as like touring and stuff goes it's it's kind of hard to say because nobody has the answers to this stuff right now we thought about just doing like a florida tour since florida's you know on the fast track to being the most reopened or whatever um it's just really hard right now with the because the touring was going to be like our big next step as far as like really like getting out there to all these different markets and being like, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies and all that and, and really, you know, like doing the legwork and all. But now it's like we got to do everything digitally. And yeah. so the new music for sure. Um and we're just gonna have to wait and see about anything else show wise or anything like that that being said we stay busy like we're always yeah working on new stuff no matter what it is like we discuss stuff every single day of what we need to do what we can be doing what you know like we're, we're not slowing down we're just readjusting you know yeah yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it's very hard. You know, a lot of states are, you know, doing different things where, you know, different restrictions and different amounts. So it's hard to even plan going out of uh, out of Florida. Nearly impossible. Yeah. yeah. So, but hey, um, I do hope you guys, you know, stuff uh, safely clears up. I do want to see you guys live. So hopefully I get a chance of doing that. So maybe, maybe some, you know, sometime. But, we, yeah. um, so. Indiana, where, I feel like where we... Indianapolis is in is where is Indianapolis? <laughs> is Indianapolis in Indiana? Yes, it is. That that is about the middle of the state. Yes. This, this boy doesn't get to travel much, so this was going to be extra fun to drag Should've. him around the Midwest because I love the Midwest. So hey, so uh, we yeah we had a show we had a show yeah. booked in Indianapolis uh, before all this mm-hmm. went to shit. Um, we are so excited too. Yeah. Because <laughs> we did it all ourselves, you know, and that's that was a lot of work, but it was a good feeling to to you know because we're diy with everything and yeah. so it's like oh my gosh we we did it you know so that's that that felt really good but it would have felt better to go um but yeah we'll just readjust and try to figure out when we can get back out you know yeah and for sure again you know things to look forward to when we get past this whole COVID stuff oh yeah for sure dude i love your basement that you're in it looks so <laughs> uh cozy like the carpeted steps and foosball table 
Thank you. Yeah, that's what people like because I got to do interview obviously from here. So uh, yeah, the people always notice. Oh, oh, you have a foosball table. Like yeah, it's like a good time. It's like a little uh, man cave, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I got I got all my fun stuff down here. So and a bunch of books. Yeah. Well, I'm not so much interested in the books, but the foosball table. Yeah, see, I like books. I love books. Yeah, but the foosball table always uh, it uh, converts to a pool table underneath. So. Oh sweet. Uh, yeah, it's not regulation like, size. It's a lot you smaller. You got it all figured but, out. Yeah. yeah, I mean. The books and pool table. Yeah, you got to have everything. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I uh, really dig your music. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the live stream tonight. I heard you guys got some contests going on. So oh, yeah, yeah. always fun. Oh, so it's going to be a little bit different from, you know, because I watched the electric one. So it's obviously going to be a lot different you know, of an experience. Okay. Yeah, I believe the the marketing term is more intimate. Yeah, <laughs> which is ter a code for we were too uh, stressed out to uh, do another full electric live stream. So yeah. we're back to being more intimate. It doesn't mean that we won't ever again. But God, that was just if we had a team of people. Yes, <laughs> we would do it all the time. Pretty much the story of our band is if we had a team of people. <laughs> dot dot dot. dot. <laughs> A, B, and C could have been accomplished easier, yeah. faster, yeah. more efficiently. But yeah. I don't think it goes that way with us. Yeah, I feel you guys. But hey, thank you for hanging out with me. I hope uh, you guys stay safe, and I uh, look forward to seeing you guys sometime soon. Thank you for yeah, having for us. for sure. Thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> you reaching out and all. Yep. We're hey, happy to do it. Hey, I like to support the uh, the up-and-coming and independent artist. Well, now DI record signed, but up-and-coming artist. I know, that's artists. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> a couple bands did that like they signed with the label and I go these independent oh wait a minute I mean signed to yeah <laughs> it's so cool I, I love seeing like you know my friend's band get signed it's just so cool yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's it's surreal to a certain extent I'm still still like you know I don't know I'm like what hashtags do I use now I can't put like independent artists <laughs> yeah unsigned hype unsigned <laughs> artists that was like always like the hashtag <laughs> And you gotta, oh, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta adapt everything just like with everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, you know, thank you for hanging out with me. Dance with Ghosts, our featured artist on the Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much. All right, take care. All right, bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>